Hey, 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 and welcome back to the Sunday Sip. I'm so excited to have you all here with me for week number five. Crazy to believe that, again, we're already on episode five, and I'm so grateful to have you all here for another episode. Um, finally recording on time, <laughs> which is which is awesome. It's Saturday night, and again, I'm a true believer in speaking on what's my heart, you know, what's been on my heart for the week, and this week, uh, one thing that has surrounded my heart and has been on my mind, and I've had a lot of personal time to think about um, on my drive to and to and from work. Uh, I've had about a 40-minute drive every day this week, uh, there and back, so over an hour each day in the car to just have time to think um, and just have time to get some clarity. And uh, the topic that has been heavy on my heart is relationships. Um, so not just a relationship with significant other, but a relationship with, you know, my friends, um, my, my coworkers, my, my bosses, people that are in the community, people that I interact with on a daily basis or even a yearly basis, just in general relationships. Um, ones that continue to develop in my life, ones that are lacking, ones that, you know, maybe need to be cut out. All of those things have been heavy on my heart and heavy on my mind this week and have really just, I've had time to have a lot of clarity on how relationships um, really should look or how a healthy relationship should feel and just kind of taking time to figure out what is in my heart um, and what I would like that to look like uh, for myself. So I, I thought I'd bring out, you know, some of the things I thought about this week, some of the things that I find to work really well in some of my relationships and some of the things that I've learned that um, don't work well. And everyone is to each their own. Um, but one of the things I wanted to start out with talking about today is just your relationship with with God. Um, so we have all these relationships that we have to you know be in control of in our lives. And really, I shouldn't even say we're in control of them because we're in control of our own actions, but we're not in control of others' actions. So therefore, um, you know, sometimes relationships are going to get cut out of our lives or they're going to end in a negative way or they're going to continue in a positive way. And I truly believe that's really God working in your life. You know, he puts these people in your life to maybe that short amount of time and you're like, wow, I really don't know how I went from being, you know, so close to someone to to no longer having a relationship with them. Well, God may have put them in your life to teach you a lesson about something for the future um, and impact your life, maybe in the negative way that you see it now, but in the positive way for the future. Um, so I truly believe that the your relationship with God is number one over everything else um, because he really is in control of other people's actions, making him in control of the people that he keeps in your life and the people that he takes away from your life. Um, and so I truly have became a firm believer and uh, recently I've had to become a firm believer in just understanding his work in my life and why he, uh, you know, continues to either put someone in my life or take them out of my life and what that time with them um, has taught me and how it's impacted me. Um, it's helped me mature a lot in my other relationships. Uh, and I would say recently in the last couple of, you know, six to nine months, um, I've had a lot of changes with my friendships has been my number one change um, for relationships. And then just about a year and almost a half ago, my relationship, um, 
my romantic relationship ha- had changed a lot in my life and, and went from a very different stage to uh, not really being in one to being in one. So that really was a significant change. Um, so lots of, lots has been learned, but really that microscope of my relationship with God recently has what's been teaching me so much about my other relationships across the board. Um, and I've had some amazing, amazing people come into my life in the last month um, to six months. And I've had also some people that have left my life in the last, you know, six to nine months that has been extremely difficult for me to understand, um, you know, even recently why, why those relationships are ending. And for a long time, I really tried to just like hang on to those relationships, like continuously trying to get them to stick around. And it finally hit me this week as to I only can control what I can control. And if someone doesn't want to be in my life or stay in my life, that's going to be at the end of the day, that's going to be their choice. Um, and I can't control that. And again, I truly believe that that is God working in my life and, and teaching me a lot about, um, you know, myself and teaching me a lot about just patience and understanding his journey for me. Um, and I've lost relationships and I've had relationships leave out of my life recently, but I've also gained some, um, some really amazing ones that I'm, I'm really, truly super grateful for and super excited to see where these relationships go that I've gained. Um, cause they have been super impacting and have, have impacted my life in some really positive ways recently. And I truly believe that that is again, God working in my life. Um, so one of the things I wanted to bring up this week when it comes to relationships is what is your relationship looking like recently with God? Are you, you know, like taking that true time to connect each week? Maybe it isn't every day because not everybody right now is in a position where every single day they're taking that time to connect. But is it, you know, like on a weekly basis, are you giving yourself that time at least a few times a week to like sit down and just listen to your heart, follow your heart or, um, you know, like pray on something or just take that time to connect? Um, because at the end of the day, that, that time to connect really can help you find clarity. And I know for me, like I've talked about Sunday mornings are, are really my time to get that clarity. Well, recently with my job and my job change to a full-time schedule, I don't really have control of my Sunday mornings anymore. So therefore not every single Sunday, I'm going to get to go and spend time with my church family and spend time waking up, you know, maybe even getting an extra hour of sleep, having coffee, you know, all of that, that may not be doable, um, you know, for the next few months for me with my full-time schedule, but I've been able to change that, you know, whole Sunday, you know, relax and recharge to every single day, taking that little bit of time to just relax and recharge and listen to my heart and listen to my body and what my body needs. And I understand everyone's busy schedules and, and everything else, but let me ask you this, how many times a day right now in your busy mixed schedule are you finding yourself scrolling Facebook, scrolling Instagram, on TikTok, or on just whatever various social media platform it is, or just spending time doing something you don't need to do, what something that's unnecessary? So if you can just take that five minutes, I challenge you to take that five minutes and take that leap into spending time with, with God or just spending time with yourself, you know, finding clarity instead of maybe, maybe that religious thing isn't, um, 100% your, your go-to and that, that is okay. Um, but just spending that time in your own space of just thinking or writing or just 
even silence of just time to think and find clarity. Um, so enough with all that, I guess I'm going to move on to just talking uh, overall about relationships. Um, so one of the things that I found recently is that there is a key balance with boundaries and relationships. So again, going back to that, taking time for yourself, um, the times that I found that my relationships have been in their worst state is the times that I don't take time for myself because I'm not giving someone my hundred percent attention or my hundred percent, um, heart or whatever it is because I didn't take time for myself and therefore I'm in like a bad state to talk to them or I'm sidetracked because I have other things going on or my mind's just racing and I'm not really truly present with them and so that's where I just challenge you to to find that key balance of taking time for yourself and setting boundaries you know yeah if someone texts you of course you want to respond right away but maybe you're in that moment where you're taking time for yourself and you respond a half hour later that is okay remember years and years and years ago we didn't have phones we didn't you know i wasn't even around during that time so i can't speak on that but years and years ago we got by without having phones you know so therefore it is humanly possible to go without responding to somebody within that first 30 minute time window or maybe that first three hours and and maybe you start that message with a response I challenge you to maybe start it right away with like hey sorry I didn't get back to you right away I was taking time for myself like challenge yourself to do that because I can tell you right now any friend that gets frustrated or any relationship that gets frustrated because you had to take some time out of your day for yourself it could go one of two ways either that person is going to be selfish and going to give you, you know, grief for it. Or that person's going to be like, wow, that's really awesome that they're like truly taking time for themselves and being willing to be honest and open about the fact that they needed that time for themselves. And maybe that's going to spark them to take time for themselves. And then it's going to spark another person. And before you know it, more and more people are going to be working time into their day for themselves. Um, And that improves so many things that improves our our physical health, that improves our mental health, and overall just improves us as a person, improves our ability to just have clarity and think and just be who we are um, when we're present in those moments. And I mean, I really want you to sit here and think as you're listening to this, like, when is the last time you've been fully present in a moment? Like, truly, like have been able to think about everything that is going on in that moment and have not been thinking about something else, have been like truly feeling emotion in that moment with whether it's with somebody in a group and just haven't been thinking about like what you have to do the rest of the week. You haven't been thinking about work, haven't been thinking about a to-do list at home. Like truly just think about the last time that you were present. And if it was recent, great. And if it wasn't recent, um, I challenge you to just find a way to be more present in your relationships. Um, and I think that all starts by getting clarity yourself and finding that space for yourself. Um, so then secondary to that, if you are constantly having to change who you are for relationships, then that definitely is not a good relationship to be in. Um, whether that's a friendship, a family member who's making you change, uh, whether it's, you know, your significant other, you know, overall, you can't change you. You are who you are. You're meant to be who you are. And people who don't like it, again, part of God's plan is not having those people in our lives. And maybe they are in our lives for that short period of time, but then they're supposed to be removed. Um, So just remember that. And um, one of the other things I want to talk about is that relationships should be 100% both ways. When you have one person who's giving, you know, 10% and the other person's giving 90, that's never going to be a healthy, fulfilling relationship. Um, so just 
remember that you have to give 100% to get 100% out of somebody. And if they're not giving that 100%, then maybe that, again, that relationship is just not meant to be. Um, and it's just teaching us that lesson. Um, one of the other things, too, that I wanted to talk about was just finding and remembering that relationships are a choice. Significant others are a choice. It's a choice to love that person. It's a choice to stay committed to that person. And it's a choice to just be true to you with that person and be honest. When we choose not to be honest, when we choose not to have trust, and when we choose to leave relationships, again, that is 100% a choice. And I'm not saying on certain circumstances that that is not appropriate to leave a relationship. What I'm saying is, is that everything that we do is a choice um, and we really have to pay attention to what we pay attention to um, and pay attention to the decisions that we make and the choices that we continue to stick with. It's very easy to take the easy way of getting out of relationship, um, but I can tell you, you know, the hard route is definitely staying and is definitely working through the hard stuff, but it is easier in the long run um, when you do stay through that hard stuff and you make that choice um, to just push through it and make that choice to continue to love someone like you made that choice one day to commit to them and you make that choice to stay committed to them. Um, and that brings me to one of the topics that someone actually made a comment to me recently and said, um, how do you honor that person when you're not with them? And this is going to be more towards like a, a husband, a wife, a girlfriend, a boyfriend, whoever, a significant other. Like, do you honor that person when they're not in the room? Like, if a coworker asks you about them, what's like the first thing do you say about them? Like, do you speak positively about them? Do you immediately speak negative about them? Are you honest about your relationship with them? Like, pay attention to how you talk about your significant other when you're with others. So, like, if you're constantly on the phone, like, just being negative all the time about that significant other or you're talking negative to your friends all the time, like, oh, they did this and they just annoy me and they do this all the time and they they did this wrong, like, you're literally training your brain to, like, have resentment towards that person. Um, and, and maybe there are two reasons for resentment sometimes, but really, truly, like, honor that person, like, yeah, that is who I'm with and I'm proud to be with them and they've done this, this, and this and they've accomplished this and they're great at home and these are like the positives that they bring to my life. The more that you speak positive on that person and the more that you honor them, A, you're probably going to start getting that honor in return. Whether or not you were the first person to start doing it or your significant other was, once you honor them and you make it known to them that you honor them, they're more than likely gonna honor you back. Secondary to that, it's gonna train your brain to be more positive towards that person and find that light in the situation, which brings me to my next point of pay attention to how you um, how you think about the decisions that they make. Like, do you immediately think the worst? Like, oh, they're running 30 minutes late. Like, what are they doing? Where are they? Like, are, are they doing something wrong? Like, what they did they do something, um, you know, are they not telling me about something? Are they lying? Like, all of those things. Like, what do you, what is running through your mind when, when that happens and if you can just immediately think about the positive situation of it like you know oh they're probably just doing this or probably doing that and like you can find the positive of that more than likely you're not going to think negatively of that person as often and you're probably going to find that you trust them more and just have a lot more um you know trust and honesty with that person uh, and then that just brings me to a few of my final points just with overall relationships like uh just Remember that your brain is a key factor in filling in gaps of information. So if 
you know, you hear like, oh, so-and-so said this about you, like you might start automatically assuming the worst, like that 100% happened. This is how it happened. You might start picturing how that person was talking about you. But if you can like just pause and wait to talk to that person and get the whole story and not fill in those gaps in your brain of like what happened and it's human nature too, right? Like, oh, this person said something behind my back and now next thing you do, you're thinking about how that person said something behind your back and how their mannerisms were and all the people that know and you start filling in these gaps of information and before you know it, you're like down this deep hole and you've created a story without even hearing the true story and that can really be detrimental to our relationships, right? Like if we can, if we create all these stories, it just starts creating resentment and then it just continues to create like this negative hole for that person and like you don't even give them a chance to give the truth and crawl out of that um and then overall i think relationships are truly built on a foundation of trust um and that can be with our coworkers, our family our kids our significant others our, our friends our bosses like no matter what trust is everything right like you have to trust that person to talk to them. You have to trust that person for just so many aspects of our life. You trust them, you know, at least in, in my job, um, the way I look at it is like, I trust that person when I go to work, like I trust that they have my back and I trust that that person would do anything to help save my life that day. And I'm going to expect to do the same for them in return. And that's, that's on a different basis, I guess, with my job, but that's personally like, trust is everything. And that's with every relationship I'm in. Like I have to trust my mom and dad. I have to trust my friends, my bosses, like my bosses control my, my profession. I have to trust them. I have to trust Dominic at home. Like there's so many parts of trust in every relationship. And the moment that that trust starts lacking, it is just a spiral. It spirals and spirals and spirals and spirals. So the more that you can do to build that trust and trust is sometimes built on some of the hardest conversations I have learned. Like there are some conversations that I've had um, about just in general about things that, you know, I don't want to have conversations about. Like I'm frustrated with you about this. And that's, an, again, all of my relationships across the board. I don't like being that person that has to be like, I'm frustrated with you about this because A, B, and C, or can you help me understand this because of A, B, and C. I don't like having those conversations and I don't like having ones that are uncomfortable or bring up very vulnerable parts of your life or parts of your life that you're frustrated with or you're, you know, upset with. And it can be really hard to have those conversations, especially dependent on how that person responds. But if you can have those conversations and they go the right way with that person, it is going to build trust and trust and trust and more of it. Um, so truly just be willing to have those conversations um, and just be willing to build that trust and be very open to it. So overall, um, I think just my, my, uh, overall point of all of this with relationships and these are all my, you know, points kind of listed out is find balance. Don't change who you are. Be a hundred percent both ways. Be understanding in your relationships and understand that everyone goes through hardships and that there are going to be times where you might pull that extra 10%, you are, are going to connect with that person um, because you made a choice to commit to that relationship. And that's the choice that we make um, when we meet that person or when we start building a relationship with them. Build their uh, relationships on the foundation of trust. Um, just expect the same in return. So if you treat someone one way, expect that they're going to treat you the same and expect that in a positive way. If you honor that person, more than likely they're going to honor you back. If you're really friendly to that person, they're going to be more than likely friendly back. Um, don't always assume the worst in everyone. Uh, think about always the best scenario 
And then just remember, don't always fill in the gaps with the information. Allow to yourself to fill in the gaps with true information and not just using our brain. Um, and just overall, um, just pay attention to what you pay attention to. Have patience and just understand that overall God is guiding our relationships for a reason in our life. Um, there's meaning behind so many of them. And just be grateful for the good relationships that you have. Um, and be grateful for the ones that you have the opportunity to work on, you know. Just be truly grateful for that, that you have that chance to have those hard conversations and rebuild relationships because sometimes rebuilt relationships are truly, I have, I'm a firm believer, sometimes they are truly the best relationships when they are rebuilt after an extremely hard time or um, a falling out. It's amazing to see how far relationships can grow when we rebuild them. So um, on a final note, I'm just going to pull up a Bible verse that I came across this week and um, I just want to speak a little bit on it, and uh, I have a few of them that I found this week um, that I really, really like, and my favorite one this week was, your love for others is a result of having been taught love. By the Father, loving others well means understanding how well you have been and are being loved by the Father. Love is the overflow. So I really like that one because it's really just talking about how, like, your you having the opportunity to love others and just continue to love in all your relationships is a result of God's work in you. So the more love that you just overflow into others is just the more and more love um, that you have and the love that you have between you and God and your relationship with God. And that comes from um, 1 John 4.19. Uh, and then I also have um, another another quote, and this one more or less goes to relationships when you lose them. Um, just something to remember and be mindful comes or mindful, mindful too. Sorry. Um, and that this one is from Joshua first, uh, verse five. And it says, you've got someone standing beside you that's stronger than the one standing against you. And I really, really like that because I think when we lose relationships that truly tests us in so many ways, right? Losing relationships is not easy and being tested in them is extremely difficult. Um, so I just really like that one that no matter what, God is standing beside you and he is stronger than all else and he has that plan for you. So when you do lose a relationship, just remember it is part of God's plan and there's a reason for it. Um, and so overall, um, I just want to end my last Bible verses, First uh, Peter 4, 8. And this one is very simple and I'm sure everyone, a lot of people have heard this one. Above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. So remember, the love that we overflow into others, whether it's strangers, whether it's the people we are closest with, the people that we, you know, have a love for and are our main centers of our lives, just remember that above all, loving people is going to cover so many of the negatives in our lives. So I just encourage you this week and, and, and um, encourage you to have those hard conversations, work on rebuilding relationships, trust God's plan, pray on it, uh, just enjoy the opportunity to, again, rebuild and make relationships stronger. And um, I encourage you to take that time this week to spend with yourself and spend with God. And this overall, I encourage you to always speak kindness and work on just keeping that brain to be positive. It's been cold out. Uh, it's been difficult again. We're kind of in that winter blues. And I just, I really encourage you to, to fight uh, against that and just be positive in every every aspect that you have an opportunity to be positive in. Um, and I just, I really am super grateful for all of you that continue to listen in every week. I continue to get messages every week. Um, 
and I just, I'm super excited to join you guys next week on week number six, a month and a half into it, which is again, crazy uh, to think that. And I hope that you all had an amazing week and I hope you continue to carry in a lot of positive energy, kindness, and love into this following week. And I'm super excited to continue to connect, inspire, and empower with each and every one of you. So have a wonderful week and stay safe and healthy.